0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. I
1: talk to God through a journal and uh, I like to write things down just so that I can remember them and I can go back and I can look at answered prayers. And And one of those answered prayers was that the lyrics that we had written on the day of writing the song were in that journal. They were, I could highlight different parts that I was praying over myself. And um, and I just think that's one of those moments where you're like, wow, God
2: god did something really crazy in this moment um and i was really in awe in that way and those words have gone on to impact hundreds upon millions of people all across the world thanks to a tiktok that today's guest posted we're joined today by singer and songwriter katie nicole she's going to share with us the inspiration behind the song in jesus name god of possible and what it feels like to have such a simple song make such a huge impact Today's guest had absolutely no clue that a simple song that was written from her prayer journal would turn into something so much more. We're joined today by Katie Nicole. Now, Katie, that song, God of Possible, has gone completely viral and is now at the top of music charts all across the country. Tell us a little bit about that story and what it's been like to experience all that.
1: Oh, it is a crazy story. Yeah. Um... I, I mean, I post content every week. I started TikTok in 2020 when quarantine started and everyone just kind of had nothing to do. I was like, well, I'm going to start TikTok and I'm just going to make some videos. And I kind of got like a little momentum going and I just posted every week and I, I made different videos. Some of them were music related, some of them not. And this was just a regular week when I posted this video of a song called... God if possible. It was just another week of posting content. And I didn't have any like expectations for this video. I didn't think to myself, oh, this is gonna, you know, I didn't I didn't know what it was gonna do, honestly. And um, it was just me sitting at a grand piano, just playing this song that I had written on one of my writers' trips, and I I guess, you know, it was something that was going to resonate with people, and and that was when it really it blew me away. <laughs> the video just kind of took off right after I posted it and it was really crazy.
0: Took off like we're talking <laughs> like millions of views now, right? <laughs> my my first TikTok had like a thousand views and I thought I was doing really good. <laughs>
1: no, I know, me too. Every time I would see my videos, like and, and that was regular for me, it was just like, you know, maybe in the thousands, but I had never ever hit the millions before. So when I saw that number, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> it's a powerful song. Where did the inspiration for the song come from?
1: Yeah. So the inspiration for the song came directly from a prayer journal, actually, my prayer journal. Um, I talk to God through a journal and um, I like to write things down just so that I can remember them and I can go back and I can look at answered prayers. and. And one of those answered prayers was that the lyrics that we had written on the day of writing the song were in that journal. They were, I could highlight different parts that I was praying over myself. And, um, and I just think that's one of those moments where you're like, wow, God, God did something really crazy in this moment. Um, and I was really in awe of him and in that way.
2: You mentioned that you, you, it's stuff that you would pray over your own self you yourself uh, have your own miracle story and this was prior to even writing that song. Tell us a little bit about your story
1: yeah so um, so I had back surgery twice actually um, I had back surgery in two thousand and fifteen and it was to correct a scoliosis curve. I had metal rods and screws placed in my back um, because if I hadn't had that surgery, then I could have ended up in a wheelchair or um, my organs could have been damaged from just the way that my body was starting to, um, curve and twist. And so, um, basically after this, this first surgery, I came out of it, not just feeling physical pain, but I was also feeling like a dark cloud had just come over my life, um, of depression and anxiety, something I had never faced to, to that extent before. And, um, i was you know i was 15 at the time and that's already like such a vulnerable place um in anyone's life and so having that added on to it was so difficult and so there were so many days where i just I did not want to get out of bed in the morning i did not want to do anything um i was in such excruciating pain that i would be like curled up in in fetal position just aching just aching in pain and um and so there were there were many days where i would I would see this bottle of pills that I had and I would pick up that bottle of pills and I would hear the voice of the Lord say, hold on, I'm not done yet. And I had never really had that. I'd never really had that. You know, I don't know. Do you just feel God saying something to you? And, um, and I recognized it as the Lord's voice, but I also just kind of was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to keep fighting. And, um, and so I, I, Held on to those words, and um, I, we had seen every single doctor, tried every different medication, you know, to hopefully fix this, and nothing was working. Um, but eventually, a, a female doctor came onto my team, and she said to me, "She goes, I believe you. I believe that you're in the pain that you're in. We're going to fix this." And that day, I just remember it feeling like a little bit of the weight had just kind of lifted off of me and, and somehow there was this glimmer of hope that I hadn't seen yet. And, um, and so in 2018, they went back in for a second surgery and they removed the metal rods and screws. Now this was way riskier than leaving those rods and screws in my spine. Um, it could have caused a lot more damage. And, um, fortunately the surgery was actually quite successful. Um, when I came out of this surgery, it was as if that dark cloud had just left. It was gone. And I, I felt the light again. And I knew in that moment that I was encountering the Lord's presence. I knew that that was God. That was the moment for me where I was like, I know this, I, I, this is a familiar feeling and I, I feel safe. And not only that, but after the surgery, they took x-rays and, um, my spine was (laughs) straighter than, with the rods in and the rods were supposed to straighten it out. And so scientifically, medically, there was no explanation other than, okay, a miracle just happened. And (laughs) let's just thank, thank the Lord right now (laughs) because wow. (laughs) Uh, So, so that was my, that was my experience of just seeing and feeling God. And I know that I don't have to have that to have faith, but, I praise the Lord for that because I don't think I would be here today if it wasn't for those moments that he just told me to hold on.
0: As your story gets more well-known and your music spreads, are you hearing from others who are waiting on miracles or maybe sharing similar stories? And what's that been like for you?
1: I, yes. So there've been so many stories of, you know, people who have experienced miracles in their own life, healing in their own life. Um, I, I, I noticed once the song released and people starting to hear my story, I had a very unique audience. Um, and and what I mean by that is that there is a community of people who have similar experiences to what I went through. And um, and and it makes me emotional because I I felt so alone in those times. And um, being able to share my story to hopefully give hope to someone else, it means everything. And that is literally, that is, I feel like my purpose in all of this. I think that, you know, obviously my purpose is to have a ministry, but also to speak and be an advocate for the people who don't have a voice in all of this, because I felt so many times that I didn't have a voice and I needed someone to speak for me. And so, um, and then, you know, obviously there are so many stories of people who are hurting right now and haven't seen their miracle yet. And I just want them to know that even when you don't see it, he is working in that. And, you know, even when you don't feel it, he's still moving. And um, healing is a process. Healing is a journey. And I'm still on that journey. So while I've seen, you know, m- different miracles in my life, I also, you know, I'm still in a place of. You know, waiting for breakthrough because we're always in that place. We're always waiting for for God to to move in our circumstances um, in different seasons. So um, I just want to remind the person who is is broken or is hurting that that God is still on their side.
2: What does it feel like to you to know that these simple words in your song, in Jesus' name, got a possible how does it make you feel to know that they've impacted so many lives with just these simple, simple words? I mean, I, I,
1: all I can say is there's power in the name of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think really that is what it is, but you know, even for the people who don't know Jesus yet, maybe they're experiencing something they've never felt before. And hopefully that leads them into the step of, you know, moving, moving towards that. So, um, I'm really, really grateful for that.
2: Your song is now a radio single. What was that like to hear your song on the radio for the first time?
1: That was, (laughs) it did not feel real. (laughs) (laughs) I was so blown away because I was told like 10 minutes before it was going to be on the radio. They were like, go to your car. It's going to be on the radio. (laughs) And I was like, what? No, it's not. (laughs) Like, This is not happening right now. And then I heard it and I was just I I couldn't find the words to speak. I just I felt like that was one of the reasons why God told me to hold on. I truly believe that was that he was gonna do something. And I felt I felt the presence of the Lord in that moment of just like, you know, there's there's the verse, Ephesians three twenty, and it's that he can do abundantly more than we ask, think, or imagine. And I never ever could have imagined my life being in the place that it's in. And so I just have so much gratitude and it is really overflowing inside of me every single day that, you know, I'm on this new, new path.
0: Now going viral is cool, but there's still nothing <laughs> like getting on the radio, right? I just got <laughs> to say as a radio guy.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's something where you're, you listen to the radio, you know, all the time, like you get in the car, you turn on the radio And, you know, that is just that I've always dreamed of that. Like as a child, I, I always wanted to do music. I always dreamed of doing music, but I didn't know how that was ever going to happen. And the fact that it's happening and I'm hearing my song on the radio and on a radio station, I listened to, you know, growing up like that's just, that's wild. Like I could have, again, I, I don't even have the words. It's just crazy.
2: Where did that passion for music start for you?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I've loved music since I was really, really young. I was memorizing songs as early as the age of four years old. Um, I, I was in church and we would learn VBS songs and um, we would do choir stuff. And so I just kind of fell into it. It wasn't something that I chose. I feel like music chose me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and because every time I've tried to walk away from it, I somehow ended up back in it. And I think that's you know, I feel like that's one of the ways that God has showed me that he had a different plan for my life than what even I could imagine for myself. And, um, and so I, growing up, my grandma, she sings and she's the only person in my family that is in music, um, in that way, like as a singer. And so she really encouraged me and we got to sing in church together, which was really special. And, um, and just growing up, I was in vocal lessons and musical theater and all of those things. And I just, it was my happy place.
0: With the success that you've seen now, is there this pressure on yourself to create and to continue to go viral? Or are you able to just enjoy enjoy the music and the gifts God's given you for what it is?
1: Yeah. I mean, after I I I went viral, I mean, it was kind of like, it felt like a once in a lifetime type of thing. <laughs> it felt like one of those moments where I was like, I don't know that this will ever happen again. And I wasn't like, I need this to happen again. Um, I mean, it was a very cool moment, but I also feel like when I create music, I never had this intention for it to blow up and go crazy or anything like that. I really just have the intention to write a, a meaningful song that tells a story that um, is in my heart. And so I'm going to continue to do that and um, just hope that the Lord uses it in the way that he needs to use it.
2: Moving forward. What's up next for you? I mean,
1: <laughs> a lot of things. Um, I am, I'm quite busy now with, you know, lots of different, you know, shows coming up and things like that, which I'm very excited to start playing live um, and be able to, to meet some of the, the people who are telling me their stories. And, um, and that I love, being on stage as well that's just something that is another one of my happy places I just really enjoy being able to share these songs with people um and and have those real
2: connections and
1: then I'm just going to keep creating more music and um you'll be hearing some of that in the near future
2: if people want to learn more about you or listen to your music how can they go about doing that
1: they can find me on Spotify or wherever they stream music. So, Apple Music or Amazon or um, all those places. And then I have Instagram and I have TikTok. And those are Katie Nicole Music.
0: Katie, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Really looking
2: forward to seeing what's next for you.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really grateful.
2: And thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation or to any of the conversations that we've had on Connections, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.